Well, it's really great to be back with you. I think some of you might have forgotten my name. <laughs> I've been gone a long time. And so grateful that I was able to spend some time with Mark's dad. And then I went to Oregon for my doctoral program. And that was just beautiful. And the Lord met us. And you'll be hearing more about that, I'm sure, in the days to come. But just very, very grateful to be with you here today, to be worshiping the Lord on this glorious fall day. And uh, grateful for another hour of sleep. Can I amen? amen? I know it gets dark later, but man, I love that extra hour. I'm not going to lie to you. Today we're in Isaiah 51, and the scripture that we read today has two commands, two kind of basic commands in it that the Lord is addressing to the exiles. And these two commands are for all people. They are look and listen. Look and listen. We're going to see what that means from the scripture in a second, but I want us just to pause for a moment before we read the scripture and remember some truths about us as humans when it comes to looking that we will call focus. Everybody say focus. That's right. And listening that we will call listening. That's right. So let's just do a few facts about focus. First, remember, it is literally impossible for our brains to multitask. Experts say that when we go back and forth between two different things, we call it multitasking, but we're actually doing something called context switching because it's impossible to split our brain's resources simultaneously. So that means that both tasks get less of our brain's resources because our brain gets overloaded and can't perform at peak capacity when its energy is being split. So let's not split our brains. Let's do one thing at a time. Now, we might guess that relaxation, breathing, meditation greatly improve our ability to focus, as does exercise, eating well, and getting enough sleep each night. Now, of all of the senses that we have, vision takes precedence over all of them. So it's logical that God tells us to look when he means for us to focus and also why sometimes closing our eyes can help us to shut out distractions when we really, really need to focus. Now, it was estimated in the year 2000 by researchers that the attention span in adults in America was 12 seconds. Today, it's estimated that we can only stay focused for 8.25 seconds, which is shorter than the span a goldfish has. <laughs> now, don't diss the goldfish because actually they're quite brilliant, but some scientists say that maybe it isn't just that our attention spans have gotten shorter, but rather because we're so connected all the time to the worldwide everything that we flip back and forth too much. So we're choosing where we look, and maybe we can improve that. Now let's switch to thinking about listening. 85% of what we learn comes through listening. That's good news for me. Not from talking, not from reading, through listening. We listen at about 125 to 250 words per minute, but we think at 1,000 to 3,000 words per minute. So we need to think about that. And multiple studies have shown what we know, 
that in all the sectors, business, medicine, education with our family and friends, sales, that true listening generates positive feelings and better interactions. In other words, people like you more when you listen to them. Now, if these facts are true about us and in our relationships, they are surely true in our relationship with God. But because it's easy for our attentions to wander in our lives here, instead of focusing in on the hidden, precious kingdom of God, the verses that we read in Isaiah remind us that Yahweh exhorts the people to look and to listen to who he is. So this makes us stop and think. I want you to stop and think. How are you taking time right now to focus on God? What, is your, what does that look like in your life right now? How are you taking time to attune your ears to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you in this season of your life, in this unique season of your life? You've never been in this season before, ever. You've never been this age. You've never had the things around you right now. How are you taking time? Our scripture is being addressed to a group of people who have been beaten down, whose focus has been on survival in that particular time of their life. We are far from those circumstances, but we share something in common with all of humanity, which is a difficulty keeping our attention on God and the reality that God wants us to know and to live into. We are meant to be a people of depth and substance. But so often we live in the shallow. So often we don't go down deeper with the Lord, which is so much what he wants us to do. So we're going to read a few verses at a time today, not the whole thing, in order to keep our focus a little bit more clear. So verse, we're in Isaiah 51, verses 1 through 3. Listen to me. Yahweh is speaking. Listen to me. You who pursue righteousness and who seek the Lord, look to the rock from which you were cut and the quarry from which you were hewn. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who gave you birth. When I called him, Abraham, he was only one man, and I blessed him and made him many. The Lord will surely comfort Zion and will look with compassion on all her ruins. He will make her deserts like Eden, her wastelands like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the sound of singing. Yahweh is talking first to those who pursue righteousness. Those who come into the house of the Lord. Those who seek God first. To pursue means to chase. To seek means to search for. Those who choose righteousness chase after God. How are you chasing after God? They search high and low for his goodness and truth. How easy it is for us to get lost and confused about what life is all about. But here God makes it easy for us. He says, keep your ears attuned to what I'm saying. Practice listening. God speaks all of the time, wherever he chooses and wherever he wants. But 
We have to be intentional. We have to take time in silence where we quiet our hearts and minds. It's so easy, even when we quiet our hearts and minds, to think about all the things. We say, nope. We have to have a boundary with ourselves. How hard it is to have a boundary with ourselves. Stop and say, this is just time for Jesus. This is just time for the Lord. This isn't time for my to-do list or all the things that I'm worried about or all the things that I'm hoping for. This is just time for me and Jesus to know the God who made me. The instruction is to look at the quarry, the rock from which we are fashioned. We are made in the image of God from the glorious earth to the likeness of our creator. And Abraham and Sarah are pointed to on this All Saints Day, All Souls Day, as a way of helping the listener focus. Focus on the promise of God. God started with two people, and then the whole world now knows his glory. Verse 3 is all about comfort. These are good verses for people who are in exile, for people who are living in the devastation of what the world brings we have a God who chooses to meet us in the wastelands of our lives, who carries our burdens, our emotional burdens. In Hebrew, the word comfort is often used in the context of grief. In this culture, those who went to console one another would join in the weeping and the mourning of the one who was grieving, not as a show, but of entering into that place and that time with the person who was weeping. That's the God that you have, the God who comes and weeps with you. The one who is able then to bring a new day doesn't just leave you in your sackcloth and ashes, but brings you to a new day. The hope we have in Christ is that every death we experience, every grief we have brings new life, amen? So how are we focusing on the promises that God gives to us? Verses four through six. Listen to me, my people. Hear me, my nation. Instruction will go out from me. My justice will become a light to the nations. My righteousness draws near speedily. My salvation is on the way and my arm will bring justice to the nations. The islands will look to me and wait in hope for my arm. Lift up your eyes to the heavens. Look at the earth beneath. The heavens will vanish like smoke. The earth will wear out like a garment. Its inhabitants die like flies. But my salvation will last forever. My righteousness will never fail. God is inviting us in this passage to rise above our circumstances, to look up and then to join him in looking down at the earth and seeing life as he sees it. God is the one who brings justice, and that justice serves as a light for people in all places. We have an active, involved Lord. He is our deliverer. When we are worried about the state of the world, when we are worried about all of the war and all of the suffering, we stop and we say, Lord, where are you? Lord, help us. Lord, what do you have to say? Help me, Lord, in this place where I'm feeling this pain for all of these people, where I'm feeling the pain of the people in my life, when I'm feeling the pain of my own circumstances, when we're anxious and overwhelmed by the plight of those who are deeply suffering in chaos and in darkness. God says, stop 
and look at me. Remember who I am. Remember that I am in the middle of it. I am bringing what is needed to those who look to me. And one day, he says, the landscape of the world will be arranged again. How many times has the landscape of the world been rearranged? And God says, I am the same. My righteousness, my salvation never fail. So when we feel like wringing our hands in worry or complaining about everything that we're helpless to change, let us fix our eyes our eyes on the one who came to save, and then pray and say, Lord, where is it that you would use me to bring light? Where is it that you would use me to bring your salvation to the world? Lastly, verses seven and eight. Hear me, you who know what is right, you people who have taken my instruction to heart. Do not fear the reproach of mere mortals or be terrified by their insults for the moth will eat them up like a garment. The worm will devour them like wool, but my righteousness will last forever, my salvation through all generations. Listen to the Lord, you who know what is good and noble and right, you who hold truth as sacred, who have allowed your heart and your might to be changed as a result of knowing Jesus. Don't fear others. Don't allow their grousing to stop you from exercising your faith. People can be so mean and opinionated and dismissive and rude when they see something they don't agree with or they see something that makes them feel like they're falling short. But reproach and insults are used by those who are insecure. They are the tools of the bullies. And God says, don't pay any mind to them. Focus on me. I am the one that you worship. I am the one that you should care the most about. I am eternal. So choose the kindness and the love and the truth of God who has given us what we need to live. So let's practice focusing and hearing on what we just heard. Pursuing God means to focus and to listen to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying in the time in which we live. Listen to the one in whose image you are made, the God of compassion and grace who has brought restoration and resurrection to your wastelands. Listen to the Lord of the nations whose justice and salvation comes to those who wait and hope for him. And lift your eyes to the heavens for the instruction of the Lord. The Lord has instructions for you to live. What is the Lord saying to you? What does it mean to you to live righteously? Focus on what is eternal, ignoring those who would drag you down. Yesterday, I was talking to a good friend. And we were talking about what it, what it was about God that we loved right then. What do you love about God right now? Today, I love that we have a God who speaks to us. Have you noticed how much in Isaiah that God speaks directly to the people? As we come to the table of communion today, the sacred moment where Jesus promises to meet us, where we confess our sins, where we examine our lives, 
What does God have to say to you? Where is your focus? Where have you been looking? What have you been listening to? God says, change that. Listen to me. I have things for you to know. So as we come today, may this be a sacred time where Jesus meets us. Just a little bit of focus on God, and God comes in. It's a beautiful thing. Let's meet with the Lord. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about the Free Methodist Church of Santa Barbara, you can visit us online at fmcsb.org. We pray this message has been a blessing to you.